is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Friday, April 14th, the shop Artista Bottega hosted these authors. And here they are, reading their amazing work. Our next uh, reader is Tom Collins, and Tom writes, Yes, I am aware that there is a drink with my name on it. My story is real, no need for exaggeration. This is my first submission, and I hope it leads to more. So please welcome Tom Collins. Hi, I think everybody uh, has been able to hear. You don't have to really shout over anything. This is a, a prose piece. It's about a five-minute read and I hope uh, you're interested all the way through. <laughs> the title of it is Cold Reality. I must have, I must have looked shell-shocked, a lifetime of emotional trauma culminating in an intense bipolar moment. Hospital, then jail, and my life changes forever, separating me from my family and the life I knew. A soup kitchen floor, that's my new bedroom. A repurposed jail mat, that's my new bed. 276 troubled human beings, these are my new roommates. The scent of homelessness in the air. Most people will tell you that they're homeless by choice, holding on to the illusion that they're in control of it all. My illusion was that I placed myself there as an adventurer looking to enrich his human experience. A reporter of sorts immersed, who immersed himself in this drama like a gonzo journalist. Any pain or fear I experienced was for a greater cause to be shared with the masses at some point in time. And that time is now. Staying at the shelter was a privilege and I knew it. There's always someone who has it worse off than you, right? Well, the people who slept outside had it toughest. Sleeping rough, they called it. Others called it camping, like it's a rec recreational activity or something. Denial of their cold reality firmly in place. They are true survivors nonetheless. I grabbed my big camouflage backpack and stuffed my new life inside. I discovered a new meaning to the word essentials. Underwear, not essential. Multivitamins, not essential. Chapstick, not essential. I developed new muscles in my shoulders and back because that thing is heavy. I developed a new relationship with the police. They came to know me as, they came to know me because vagrancy is a, is a crime here in the United States. Think about that for a second. 
There's no rest for the homeless because there is a constant threat of harassment, so you better get good at being invisible. The general public is in denial on a grand scale. They don't want to see the homeless, so they instruct the police to move them out of sight. I was kicked out of Rice Park for taking midday snooze in the grass. I would have, if I would have had a laptop at my side instead of a huge backpack, do you think I would have been asked to leave? Drab multi-layered clothing is the fashion on this catwalk. No bright colors to draw attention to yourself. Why do homeless people wear winter coats in the summertime? Because they can't store things in their closet. They're walking closets. Scrounging cigarette butts from public ashtrays is standard behavior. Building your own cigarettes, bumming cigarettes from strangers, standard. Newport 100s, the gold standard. And there's the wall of shame located on the parkway just across the street from the shelter. This is where the highest drama unfolds. Drug deals, fighting, puking, sieging, passing out, dying. Cops eye the situation closely, but for the most part, they leave their small change rackets to themselves and their slow motion suicides. I parked myself on the wall a few times because I'm an adventurer, not a mentally ill criminal. I'm an undercover reporter doing a piece on homelessness. Not exactly. I had five bucks in my pocket and I wanted to get a tiny bag of weed. Score. The dark cloud that hung over that wall was tangible, even on the brightest days. The last ounce of joy you had could be sucked out of you if you sat there long enough. Best to stay on the other side of the street. And the lines, my God, the lines, the waiting, the patience, the loss of patience, the arguing, the complaining, the general negativity, heavy-hearted people all around you. I had to become a Zen master not to lose my sanity any further. And somehow I did just that. Making friends with Mike made everything tolerable. Thank God for Mike. I met him the first week of my residency at the Dorothy Day Center. He was a tall, smirky, athletic-looking dude with short black hair and cocaine eyes carrying a bicycle seat. I thought, I could hang with this guy. He looks like a kindred. Sure enough, we had lunch a few times and bonded over cigarettes and bicycles. I had a bike too. And we would have lunch and scrounge for cigarettes in the gated yard, and then take off on our bikes to get away from the insanity. Mike knew all the secret spots. Urban wilderness was all around. Who knew? Mike did. I was homeless for about three months. Fortunately, it was the summertime. An epic adventure for sure. I don't, know how, I don't know if Mike knows just how much he helped me. We shared our misery, we shared our hope. We fought hard and to find our way out, and at roughly the same time we did, never to see each other again. Thank you. I want to thank Nance for this wonderful space. I've been here a number of times and just happened to run into uh, 
Deb Brunyan, who uh, who solicited a story from me while while we were briefly talking, and, and and she told me about this project, and I said, yeah, that sounds great. Got a lot of stories in there, so hopefully we get to get them out again. Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.